Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, January 16th of 2024. I'm your host, Rose Cress, and today we pulled Cornflake Girl. Cornflake Girl's another one of those songs that has kind of like darker content, darker meaning, and yet it's this happy-go-lucky song. I mean, last two where she played it, not every night, but pretty close to every night. It's a nice closer. Everyone dances to this song. The casual fan really likes this song because of the energy. She talks about writing it in London and that it's got this um, reggae beat underneath it from hearing a reggae song over and over again in the neighborhood, but she's not saying that she is a cornflake girl. She's saying she isn't a cornflake girl, that that's not a desirable thing to be. Instead, she likes hanging with the Raisin Girls. So let's unpack. A cornflake girl is a woman who perpetuates violence on other women. So this is from Tori's perspective. We can take a step back and just talk about it from the place of a cornflake girl as someone who perpetuates violence on other people. And this violence is not necessarily physical violence. I mean, women, cis women, for sure, in general, tend to not be physically violent. And I just say this from somebody who is essentially a cis woman. We tend not to be physically violent. Of course, we can be. The tendency is more this like underhanded violence. So it could be aggression. It could be a lot of talking negatively about people, gossiping about people, uh, cutting each other down. It kind of picks up that conversation from Fire Eater's wife last week in the sense that there's this constant tearing down of each other's confidence. And I say this from the women's perspective. I mean, certainly I see my husband, a cis male, and how it works in his gender and how it works in his job and the way they tend to take digs at each other. And women, it's just a little different. I mean, everybody's different. And you could fall into one of those categories. Maybe you identify with that talking violence. Um, There is, of course, this theme of FGM, which is female genital mutilation, does inform this song. I'm not going to go there today because I wanted to talk about the whole energy of the song, but also this concept of vikalpa, V-I-K-A-L-P-A. And it's one of the painful mind waves from the Yoga Sutra. So it's a klesha. And vikalpa is translated often as imagination. And when we translate it as imagination, it's really about making things up. The actual word itself means to negate time or to negate reality. So we're in a place where we're making things up. This can be the flip side of this. The, you know, the positive side, if we want to use that word positive, is imagination and like daydreaming and thinking up new ideas. So that's helpful. But the painful mind wave, the vikalpa of imagination is really more about the ways that we delude ourselves. And I see this a lot. I work with teenagers, high schoolers, and and people in their 20s. And there is so much cattiness 
and gossiping and talking about other co-workers in a way that I've not experienced in a long time. To be fair, I haven't worked in a job, like a nine to five job in a very long time. I mean, I've been at this job for almost five, it'll be five years in March. No, I'm sorry, five years in May. It'll be five years in March that I've lived in Oregon, but that's a celebration for another time. So I have worked and I have watched just this, oh, did you hear what she said? Or I can't stand this, or I can't stand that this person says this and so on and so forth. And that's what this song talks about is the way we tear each other down. And not just the way we tear each other down, but the way we tear others down around our friends. I'm somebody who watches how you talk about other people because I know that the people that talk about other people are also talking about me. So I knew somebody who used to say some of the rudest things I felt. They were in a position of and I thought, if you knew the things that this person said about you, and then I would think about it and I'd be like, I wonder what this person says about me to those people. So you know when somebody's talking trash, about somebody else, they are talking trash about you. So I think the energy of Cornflake Girl is the energy of movement. There's a lot of movement and dancing in this song, that rhythm, but the energy is also an invitation to dance away from the people in our lives that draw us into Vicalpa, that draw us into disparaging thoughts about other people, which ultimately causes us to feel that about ourselves. We're being invited away from gossip, invited away from violence, from hatred, from anger, from self-loathing and the loathing of others. And we're invited to dance with people that are like-minded, to dance with people that celebrate others. What a world this would be if instead of speaking negatively about people, instead of complaining, if we shifted ourselves into celebrating rather than, oh, you're going to be moving. Well, what about me? Like, what am I supposed to do? Instead, it could be something like, oh my gosh, you're moving. That's so amazing. This is going to be so wonderful. Seeing the opportunities that are presented for other people in these beneficial things, rather than seeing how does this impact my life? How does this take away from my life? So the question that really came up for me was that the people in your life who are inciting gossip or speaking negatively about others, teasing, dissension, dislike, are they really your friends? Is that person really your friend? And I would say no, they're not because they're talking about you that way too. And when you find yourself drawn into gossip or telling stories about other people, it's simply a practice to take a step back and to not speak that way about others. I mean, there's an incident that I remember from uh, summer of 22, and I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling disappointed in a, in a small way. I mean, it was the end of Tory tour and, you know, I hadn't hadn't got my song played, the tour was over, we were going to be going home, and, you know, all this time that I'd spent with friends was over, and, you know, it was just kind of that feeling of 
loss and instead of recognizing that I was feeling that loss I just targeted it at one person that I don't really get along with and I was kind of nasty and I said some really nasty things about this person and I'm not going to tell them that I said those nasty things because I feel like that doesn't you know I mean we don't really get along and we don't talk so I mean, how would I feel if somebody out of the blue said, hey, I said something mean about you and I'm really sorry. I'd be like, why are you even telling me this? I don't want to hear this. Um, so it's a look that is really not good. And instead, I could have owned up to how I was feeling the sense of impending loss, or I could just simply recognize that I said something not good about somebody and stopped it. And luckily, I had a friend who kind of interrupted the behavior and said something. And I was like, oh, shoot, you're totally, totally right. That was way out of line. And I potentially left some people with a flavor in their mouth that I speak negatively about others. And um, I mean, that is what that is. This is a consequence of my own actions. Whatever we're doing, everything we do has consequences. And sometimes these consequences benefit us. And sometimes these consequences don't benefit us. And I certainly, I mean, those faces around the table, I mean, that was not a good look for me whatsoever. And I, you know, if those people distance themselves from me, I <laughs> completely understand the person that I was in that moment. Oof, I wouldn't want to hang out with that person. I was 100% a cornflake girl and not being a raisin girl. You know, you could just get caught up in those things. So it's important to check yourself and, um, you know, what this is, I guess, a forum for me to blanket apologize for that behavior. And I was really good and I did not engage in any of that behavior around that individual and really recognizing that, okay, I just don't get along with that individual and I don't have to get along with everybody. I don't have to like everybody. We don't have to like everybody. We can opt out of interacting with those people. We can wish them well. I mean, I do wish this person well. I hope that they have a happy life. I hope that they have a successful life. I really do hope for these things for this person because I'm in that place now where I hope for them. And at the same time, I don't need to interact with them. I don't need to know those things. I can take a step back. I can refocus my energy on what really matters. And I want to be that person that supports other people. I want to be that person that if you're going to say something about me, that you're saying something kind about me, or you're recognizing the depth to which I'm trying to work to support others. Those are the kinds of things that I would like to hear come out of somebody's mouth. And the only way that I can perpetuate that positive talk about myself is to be in that place where you're supporting others because it feels good to know that some people say nice things about me and then the last thing I wanted to say about cornflake girl is um the refrain, this is not really happening. You bet your life it is. I thought it was funny that that came up because, well, the first week of January I spent 
at home, essentially in bed and reading. I mean, I was out of bed and reading at some point, but I had COVID. So I spent the first week in at home in bed. And then the second week I spent working and lots of hours. I had to fit all of that week's, the COVID week's work into last week because I had no capacity for doing anything when I had COVID. It was really um, a bummer and kind of shocking. I mean, I just just read. I just read. Um, and I was reading, still reading the last book of the Akatar, the Accord of Thorns and Roses. Um, if you ever want to talk about that, let me know, because those have been kind of fun. Anyway, so I had to do two weeks worth of work last week in preparation for the yoga teacher training that I taught in all weekend. And then Friday, we got this weather cold 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 and raining and then I was like oh my god it's gonna snow it's gonna snow it's gonna snow Uh, no snow it was freezing rain so it was freezing rain on Friday and everything's just frozen solid (laughs) so now I'm back at home again we've been locked up in the house since Friday and it's cold and icy and then Tuesday night again tonight when you're listening to this, it's supposed to be freezing rain again. So I don't think I'll be back at work at the pool until Wednesday, but that's okay. I'm going to use this locked up time and have been using this locked up time to kind of get myself ahead. But I just think it's funny. One week at home, one week at work. Now I'm back at home. Uh, hopefully I, it's not going to be like that because that would be a total bummer. So this is not really happening. You bet your life it is. You get a whole nother week at home. So what's your practice for Cornflake Girl? Dance away from the people in your lives that ultimately make you feel bad about yourselves. Pop Cornflake Girl on and dance your booty off. Get some movement in. Bounce around. Have some fun. Enjoy things enjoy life. You can lose your keys for a moment and then go find them. But point being, get away from the people in life, those cornflake girls that put you in a state, put you into situations where you're gossiping, where you're saying negative things about other people. You don't need that in your life. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoryamos.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.